When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I look at the number of people that are really, really successful, the amount of them that essentially mortgaged or sold, however you want to think about it, their 20s and sometimes their 30s to be successful, it's, it's insane. This question comes from David Rupp. Hey guys, first of all, I only started listening to the relationship theory last week and I've enjoyed it tremendously. Thank you so much. My question is, how do you think your marriage affected your business? If you were starting out, would you pursue a relationship or put it on hold until you had hit a certain level of success so that you could focus on your ideas 100%? I know there are a lot of variables here, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. So in no uncertain terms, um, I would prioritize my ambition over a relationship all day, every day. You and would. A hundred percent. And when you and I met, I had absolutely no interest in a long-term relationship. It was precisely because you were legally obligated to leave the country that I pursued you. Explain when you say that to people. I think people get confused because I didn't have a visa to stay. Yeah. What do you think they think? I don't know. It, it takes a second for, at least the first time you said it, it always took me a second to figure it out. So. Interesting. So yeah, because you were British, um, I knew you had to leave. You were there on a student visa, which working at a school that had so many foreign students, I knew how it worked and they had to leave. So it was super safe. So if I, you know, struck up a relationship that it was going to be four to eight weeks, that was sort of the maximum time and there would be a natural reset on the process. So And you liked that. That that was what I wanted. Yeah. I did not want a relationship. Um, I had never had a serious relationship ever. And it like literally when I look at the number of people that are really, really successful, the amount of them that essentially mortgaged or sold, however you want to think about it, their 20s and sometimes their 30s to be successful, it's, it's insane. And when I look back at my own behavior, at the age of 18, I met the guy who was on the admissions committee to USC Film School, and he said, if you want to get in, get good grades. And because I actually wanted to become great at filmmaking, it was a no-brainer to take his advice. So I put my head down, and for the first time in my life, I just did the fucking work. And that was very much born of my ambition. My ambition necessitated I develop drive, which I did. And when I was in school, I didn't date, I didn't drink, I didn't party, like nothing. I literally just worked. And it was so rewarding, and I did so well because of it, that like every time in my life, every time in my life where I've totally given myself over to something and I've just poured myself into it and had a willingness to go farther than anybody else and hearing that story um, up from Jay Williams about Kobe Bryant and how you know he went to practice and Kobe was already on the court and then when Jay finished and Kobe played for another like half an hour after him, this is all before the game. And he goes up to Kobe after the game where he scored 40 points and he said, I, I just have to know, like, why did you practice for so 
long before the game. And Kobe said, because I had to show you that I would outwork you, that no matter how much you were willing to work, I was willing to work more. And that has just been like the, the, um, the magic thing that I have is the willingness to outwork my inadequacies. And I don't necessarily think about it as outworking other people. I think about it as outworking my inadequacies that I can overcome them by throwing just a, an indomitable amount of will at it. And that's always been my calling card for myself. And then for the success that I've had in the world is, are you willing to do that? So if I didn't know you and I wasn't in love with you, like it, it, it doesn't even compute to me. Like I'm not like when I think about what I struggle with in business, it is unequivocally one thing because I want to be alone and doing the work. I have a very hard time managing people because I can feel them pulling me away from doing what I actually want to do. And I didn't understand that at Quest and it created all kinds of problems for me. I now at least understand that. And so I'm structuring the company in a way to help me with that. And when everybody came on board, I gave the whole talk about, look, I'm a benevolent dictator, but make no mistake, I'm a fucking dictator. And so like, this is one vision, I'm gonna take it all the way. I need your help because here are the things that I'm not good at and that I have no intention of throwing my time and energy at getting good at. I'm not gonna be a manager, it's not what I wanna do. Because what I want to do is become just unbelievably good at leading this particular company in the places that it needs to go. So that, and then I don't network because I don't relish that time because it's not like when you take Einstein at his word. So in fact, don't take Einstein at his word. Look at the studies. Up to 120 IQ, which I honestly have no idea if I have that, but let's pretend up to 120 IQ, there's virtually no difference in level of success between a 120 IQ and 180 IQ. The, the gap between 120 and 180 in terms of the ability to process raw data is so astronomically large as to almost be like not the same species. It's insanity what a difference that makes. For there to be like no difference in level of success is crazy, but that's when you realize it all comes down to then how much time and energy did they put into getting good? So for me, it's, and I brought up Einstein because he was somebody who said that. Like at the end of the day, I'm not a result of particular talents. I'm a result of continuing to work like long after I felt like I'd hit a wall. So that to me is the thing that so captures my imagination is so fascinating to me is how good can I get? How much of my potential can I actually express? So my relationship to you is very much a result of falling head over heels in love and seeing a real partner in life, feeling better about myself, wanting to go on this journey with you, it was not me seeking somebody in the abstract. And then do you think that, so when we first met, like as you were talking, I was flashing back to when we first met and even then you were an entrepreneur. So you worked at this film school, but you also were manager of your apartment complex so that you could get your rental really, really cheap, which I'd never heard of. But again, you were thinking about that. And you had a dark room in your apartment and you were processing your own photography and you were taking photography um, and you were doing photography for people. And I remember like even when we first started dating, I dove in and started helping you. So I was um, helping you with like I just loved photography. So you taught me how to 
you know, kind of work the dark room. And so I would try different things on your negatives. And then even with your apartment complex, while you were going to work, I sometimes would um, take the calls of certain tenants that were having problems, mm. even though they called the cops on me one day. <laughs> Do you remember that? Did he call the cops? Yeah, because he was freaking out. That I remember he, him freaking he'd out. He said only you were allowed to be there and you sent me. Yeah, and then I his boyfriend the freaked out. out or he freaked out on his boyfriend. So his yeah. boyfriend freaked out on me. But anyway. Not to get derailed. But do you think that those little things were like, I immediately was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll help you with that. Like also helped with going, okay, this is someone that actually supports me on this journey. Even though we didn't necessarily have the wording of an entrepreneur building our own business. In the most aggressive way possible, I will say yes. Like th that notion of, whoa, like I can still do all of this, but do it as a partnership, do it... Uh, with somebody who's on my team, like I, I am is for all of my talk, even in the last seven minutes for all of my talk about liking to turn inward and do the work. I really, really enjoy teamwork. I really enjoy being part of a team. So for instance, when we play video games, it is so much more fun to me to play with you and my sister than it is to play by myself by like a, a magnitude of a thousand. And I, one thing that I really like, when you're on a team, your performance matters and it affects other people. And so I love, and I never would have believed this as a kid, I love that pressure of I'm gonna fucking show up mm. for this team. I'm gonna perform at the highest level. You can count on me. So any, we haven't even talked about this. I just had this idea yesterday, this morning. Um, we're way behind in The Walking Dead. So no, no spoilers. Um, but I'm realizing now, so for years, years and years and years, I have turned off a part of my brain that paid attention to fiction, narrative, all, like literally my first love. Long before I loved you, I loved narrative, storytelling, filmmaking, all that. And I literally shut it off because it's not what my goals demanded of me. My goals demanded something else. And so I did that something else. And I'm a fucking slave to my goals. And I'm realizing now, I went to Comic-Con this weekend, that's for you guys, she knew, <laughs> and uh, wow, it was, I could feel that it was the right move to go, and I went, and I went prepared, and I went all in, and it was as amazing as I hoped it would be, and I realized in doing it that my goals now were demanding something else. And so I, I think that that's gonna be um, a thing for us in the future. I bring that up because watching The Walking Dead, which really got put back on my mind at Comic-Con, and we started watching it again this weekend, um, I realized that there's a lot you can learn in that about like leadership and things like that, which um, are, very important to me. And that notion, what I like in that show is the main character, Rick. Uh, yes, his name is Rick. He's responsible to the whole group. And watching that, I realized I love that. I love that so much. Having to make hard decisions. 100%. And watching that show, first of all, I disagree with Rick at virtually every turn. But I find that um, his willingness to step up when he does, uh, is it, I'm, I'm really enjoying that because I find that particular life responsibility to be just amazing. And there was a moment with him and his wife 
where he makes a decision. We're really far behind, so we're like on yeah, season we're season three. three, the very beginning of season three. Yeah. No spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, so he um, he makes a decision about. Should I say it in case people haven't seen? No, it? probably not. Okay, so he makes right. a decision. Yeah, she not. the wife doesn't necessarily agree, mm. but she doesn't put the pressure on him, and he he says something to her like, you know, you haven't, you've said, um, you know, you haven't. You haven't said what you actually think, just that you support me or right. something. And she's like, yeah, because I don't agree with you. And I kind of thought, like, that's really... I will definitely tell you my opinion, but in that type of situation, like, you being the leader and stuff, I would definitely then back off and let you make that final decision because ultimately I know that if something happened, like, if the zombies ended up coming and killing us all or killed me, and I was the one that had forced you into making a decision because I was like no you like I really believe in this and you're like okay well you feel strongly fine let's do it and then they come in and kill me you would it'd be hard for you to own that decision it's interesting so do you know what I mean you're sort of lying right now what do you mean so when you would you would back me like if I said this is fucking it yeah. and we're gonna do this and that. then we were with the group you'd back me 100% no yeah. one would ever know that you disagreed yeah but the second we were off our right. side, you would harangue me until yeah, the end of time. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I would, I would like, say relentlessly. That- it is the one thing about your personality that I love beyond measure because I, I, I am so impressed by your ability to wade through a river of emotional punishment when you really believe in something, and I hate at the same time because it's, it is, unbelievable. Like when you believe, when you, when you're not sure, right. you're amazing. But when you believe, Mm -hmm. you won't let it go. Right. But if you then make that final decision, I would back you. In in front of the group. In front of the group. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like understanding that at some point you have, they have to make the decision as the leader. And I think in our relationship is very important to know that role. Yes. But, and, 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 not, but yes. And Mm -hmm. uh, the reason I find this so interesting is we use the alpha beta language and I fall over myself when we talk about it to make sure people understand you are not submissive. Sure. Bec- and, and this is but one of the ways in which you're relentlessly unsubmissive. Like when you believe in something, you are, you are, and I say this including myself, you are the single most tenacious person I've ever met. I will put myself number two. Well. When you fucking bite into something, Dude, it is, it's game over. And I've learned over time to like recognize when like something is like gonna be that thing for you and you're just gonna go and go and go and go and go. And I, I love that. And I, so I love and I hate, but the reason that I love it is because there's, it's a safety mechanism because I'm not gonna be able to bowl you over. And that is a wonderful thing to have somebody, you know, until I convince them and look, you're always open to being convinced and you're very rational and you're amazing at going, okay, I'm going to listen. I'm gonna really going to take this in. And then if I'm still haven't convinced you, then you're right there back to where you were. But if I convince you, you'll move instantly and vice versa, right? So if I'm pushing an agenda, but you give me advice and I'm like, actually, that's fucking brilliant. I'm immediately going to change course. But when we're in that situation where neither of us is convincing the other person, it that helps me to know that you're never going to be bowled over. You're, you're convincible, but you're never going to be pushed around. 
And because of that, it lets me go hard in a way that no one else in the face, I, I get nervous sometimes because I'll come into any situation and I'll go that hard, partly just to like test people and to see like, you know, where, where is that, um, that point at which they back off. And you're the only one I know that doesn't have a break, pathologically doesn't have a breaking point. But as a, and I think that that dynamic between us has actually really worked. Um, I know that a lot of strong women, like I'm surrounding with a lot of strong women, my mom, my sister, like they're badasses and they're very strong in their beliefs. And I think the, one of the hardest things is finding men who don't feel threatened by that or aren't then submissive and weak and I think that as a strong woman like I can only speak for myself but I absolutely respond to strong men right like I want you to be strong I want you to push me I want you to sometimes argue my beliefs because I don't know if I'm right sometimes and then as in being pushed it allows me to um, think through the situation and then articulate it and if I can't articulate it then there's something wrong in my belief system so then that makes me go huh if you can't actually even explain why you think like that or why you think you're right or why you think this is the right move, then maybe you're not right and maybe you're just being dogmatic or maybe it's just internal and it's not, you know, an actual strong um, belief that you can then convince him. And so I love that push-pull between us. Um, and it doesn't make me feel bad about saying I'm beta. And I know that a lot of women have that struggle, especially if they've been in a relationship for a long time and then they've come out of it. And now I'm standing alone and they kind of plant the flag mm. and they're like, this is who I am. They become very dogmatic in their position. And I think that closes them off to other things, um, other you know, strong men that may come along. I think that they just push them away immediately. Right. But really, I think it's important to go, that could help you be even stronger as long as they respect you and for me and you it's I can be very um strong and you know um concrete in my beliefs but you'll never just back off you'll push me until we have that conversation and then we realize okay who's right or who's wrong or where can we come in the middle where can we find that you know happy medium um and maybe you're right and cool now you've just convinced me which then makes me stronger not weaker right? Again, it's that kind of perspective is if I figure out during our conversation that I may not be right, instead of feeling like I've now been diminished or now I've been proven wrong and that makes me stupid or anything, it's like, wow, you've actually just enlightened me into something and now I can be stronger for it. And I can look at you as my husband as empowering me, right? Instead of looking at it from a perspective of you've just pushed me down and you've proven me wrong. 100%. So.